My Ave Maria is Ave Madonna. As we are watching uh, more and more apps on the phones, we are watching more and more bars going out of business. What are your thoughts on safe spaces for, not safe spaces, but uh, on um, gay spaces, bars, and, and how do we keep that culture thriving and how do we keep that going?
So I know it's a controversial statement that leather is just another form of drag, uh, but with all the drag legislation coming out, it seems like it would be very easy to say a leather daddy walking down the street is not appropriate for children, and that should also be banned. So how can the leather community support and kind of fight back against the legislation that's going on against drag queens and trans people?
With um, a lot of the areas, um, Ogaro traditions are dying out. And it, my question is about mercapping, because it used to be done, mer, used to be done by your club. What do you do when your club doesn't do it? I have no idea. I've just recently joined, but I've noticed that a lot of the clubs, and I've talked to other clubs, they don't do it no more either.
with your with all the experience that you have in the gay community and LGBTQ plus community now as of today what advice would you give yourselves on the day that you came out
Yeah, it does. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Well, one of the things we all like about Smokeout is because the organizers work so hard and, and, and agitate to make sure that the hotels and the venues give us what we need. In this case, you need a place where you can smoke cigars indoors, and that, that, that really took some push, I know, to enable them to give you that what you need. I, with my group, the Yellow and Black group, we agitate to have venues provide place for wet play space so that we can have our water sports events. And all of these venues would we really love if we could have more places where we can be naked outdoors. That's something we can push for. Do you guys have any experience agitating and ag uh, negotiating with venues to give us the space and the services that we need to have our kinky events? And what would you suggest?
as a new member of the community that is very open in several different communities, how with older Leathermen do you guys view and work with the gender neutrality that has shifted in the leather community to Leathermen who do present more feminine or have feminine qualities? with themselves and do all, are also part of other communities. I'll be honest, as the second part of the question is, so one of the things I do as um, a Leatherman, I also do uh, community service and fundraisers, and I do bearded drag. So I will walk in in full leather, and then 30 minutes later, I'm walking out in a ball gown and full painted face and a glitter beard and everything, and people are like, what the fuck is this?
Howdy from Texas. Uh, with Pride Month coming up in a couple of months, I know y'all been to a lot of parades, I'm guessing over the years. Mr. Pig, Grayson. Um, how do you feel about corporations that are including themselves into the mix and kind of excluding some of the, I could say, old guard, so to speak?
So this question is because you're all from San Francisco. You know, as we've come out of the pandemic, so many cities, which by the way, I always distinguish scene from community. They cross over, but they're definitely separate, I think, in their intentions. So as all these other cities and events and weekends seem to be on such an upswing and have such a great energy, why do you think San Francisco is still on the decline? <clears throat> it's still on the decline. Yeah, I'm sorry, I should have clarified that. I meant the community, not the scene. Okay, good.
about you asking, oh God. <laughs> My response to that is, be glad my gummy's kicking in. <laughs> Otherwise, I would probably have a whole podcast to say on that. will respond very specifically to that because I can when it comes to a men's leather contest let men run that because you do not see men running IMSL you do not see men doing that so why can't we have that same without being cancelled so yeah we can all get together for all the things in under one umbrella but let us have our moments so I think I really have more just a follow-up comment to the whole original question and race made that point of alliance I think that alliance should mean, especially when you're using it with your organization or an event that you're producing, remember that alliance is not made up of three or four people making all the decisions. And that's my final comment. Speaking of fear of being canceled, fingers on buzzers, here we go. Okay. <laughs> so, wondering if you all can impart some wisdom on, uh, you spoke earlier about how gay bars aren't the same space as they used to be, and there's a, a wide variety of people that show up, and that's a good thing, and I agree that's a good thing. Um, but I'm wondering if you can impart your wisdom on approaching owners of bars, perhaps, on addressing two words that bring cringe to me when it comes to gay bars. Bridal parties. Oh my God, I love this song. Come on, you lazy skanks, let's dance. <laughs>
I heard a creative solution from somebody, uh, it may be these, this weekend, where the bar set up a policy that bridal parties are required to make reservations six weeks in advance. Every time. I agree. I'm on that. Um, I want to get each and every one of you's perspective on how you talk to the, uh, <clears throat> the younger generation, especially young black generation of black subs in the community. Uh, these are black boys like myself who um, enjoy being submissives, slaves, and um, bottoms to tops. Um, you know, because the country is so racially polarized by racism and everything, it gets harder and harder for uh, young black subs like myself to be our authentic selves, to be slaves, to be submissives without being judged. Um, I get a lot of uh, young black subs, slaves who comes to me privately and tell me, you know, Pony, I love what you do. Uh, you're black, you're submissive, you're a collar, you're leashed and you're comfortable with it and you own it. I wouldn't do that too, but you know, I'm so afraid of being judged and shamed and criticized. You know, can you can you help me? And I walk them through it. You know, I, I tell them, no, you have to own it. Own your own your kink, own your leather, own who you are. Um, it's your right to passage to be your authentic self and and to um, embrace you know how you feel and your position in this community. Um, they take it and they understand it. Um, but I want to know each and every one of you, especially Graylin, your take on how do you talk to the younger generation about it's okay to be black and wear a collar and be a slave and be a bootlicker and, and be proud of it and own it.
um, I thought it was hilarious actually, because let me just explain what happened. I took part in the uh, Miss SF Leather Contest uh, in San Francisco. And we did a scene, it was a churchy scene, where the uh, contestant was posing as a naughty Catholic schoolgirl. I was the priest, and the other girl was a naughty Catholic schoolgirl uh, uh, classmate. And there's a tug of war scene where I was trying to turn her to the good side, the Catholic girl was trying to turn her to the dark side. And it ended where um, the Catholic girl dominated the bully and dominated me. She took her rosary, put it around my neck, put the rosary, put it around the uh, Catholic schoolgirl's neck, and walked us off on stage. Now that was a very, very mild BDS scene. It wasn't even a collar, it wasn't even a leash. But because the audience saw a white person put a collar and a, uh, uh, a rosary around a black person leaving off the stage, it was just too much for them. And they painted their own narrative on it and decided, oh, well, that's racist then. When it actually wasn't, it was a basic scene of uh, uh, a Catholic girl dominating the priest and the bad bully and taking control and taking us off stage. I was uh, dumbfounded by the younger people who just could not grasp and understand that a leather contest, a BDSM contest of leather and a mild leather scene took part and they couldn't uh, separate themselves from what the scene was and instead paint their own narrative that it was racist to them. They, they could not digest the fact that we're doing a very mild leather scene, you know, at a leather contest. So that, that was a uh, very controversial and everything, I laughed it off because I saw them as not being educated or learning that this is just basic BDSM, no matter who you are, whether you're black or white or, you know, whatever, you know, who you are. Yeah.
At Varkin Co., pigs make us happy, so we want to make them happy. We have a wide selection of top brands and handmade floggers, exotic wooden paddles, and humidors for cigar aficionados. No matter how you identify, we at Varkin Co. have just the right piece for you. Because after all, we work hard to make pigs happy, because pigs make us happy.